Hi, friends. Today's episode comes with a trigger warning. Please listen with caution as there is discussion around child loss and may be inappropriate for younger ears. The episode also talks in detail about Christianity. Thank you. Welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tea with me, your host, Sweet D. And today I have Mariah Rooney. She is just incredible. I'm so honored that you are here with me, Mariah. Hi. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Your story is one that I feel so many people are going to benefit from. And you know, like I said, before we even hit record, feel free to share as little or as much as you want. Cause this is, this is the story of your son, Noah and honoring him. So let me just let our listeners know a little bit more about who you are and what you do. And then I'll let you take the floor. Does that work? Okay. Sounds great. All right. So Mariah Rooney is a Christ follower, wife, mother, and founder of the ministry, mother of wild. Mariah is based out of Wilmington, North Carolina, and has been married to her husband, Brian, for eight years. Together, they have four children, two of which are in heaven. Mariah is passionate about pouring hope and healing into the lost community through her ministry. So welcome. I'm happy you're here. Thank you so much. Yeah. So let's just jump right into it. How did you start this business? Why did you start this business? What's the story? Yeah, girl, let's jump in. Let's jump in. Let's do so, it. <laughs> ready. So we started this business about three months after my son passed away mm. unexpectedly. So he was our, well, is our second boy. And we had a really normal pregnancy. And then out of nowhere, at 35 weeks, his heart unexpectedly stopped. And we found that out when we were at the hospital, thinking that we were about to give birth to him. And, um, you know, through that entire process of having him be born still and just believing that the Lord was going to do something and, you know, breathe life back into him. We went on a journey of saying, well, what is next for us? You know, my husband and I kind of looking at each other and saying, can we go back to that previous, our previous life, our previous self, our previous career? Mm. And it just seemed like it was very far off. You know, we were just different people after grieving him. And this ministry just kind of fell into my lap. I think the Lord just put it on my heart because I had connected with a lot of groups after Noah had passed away. And I saw there wasn't much hope in this community, just the pregnancy and infant loss community. Mm. And a a lot of, a lot of the resources out there weren't faith-based. And I know that was the main thing that was helping me get through, you know, those days and weeks and months after Noah had died. And so I felt like the Lord kind of put on my heart to create a memorial in honor of Noah, a print. And so I just created one and I thought that, you know, this is going to help me. I'll be able to showcase him in our home with all his sweet little details, you know, that people don't ask about, um, like, like you would, if you had a living baby, you know, you kind of miss out on some of those details when you have 
such a tragic loss. And so I just kind of created a memorial for him and the Lord just kept tugging on my heart, like put it up, just put it up. And so we created a website, we threw it up and we started seeing that moms and especially moms, but um, moms and dads were interested in having prints of their own children that they had lost. Mm. Wow. Such a service. I know quite a few people who have had stillbirths and pregnancy loss, and it's amazing how little we actually talk about it. Um, yeah. I mean, it. Ha- I'm sure you probably know this, the statistic, right? It's like one in every, what, like four or five women have experienced some form of child loss whether that's later in life, right? I mean, it's right. really intense. And so when I saw, I I came across originally your husband's profile and, and I saw part of the story. I was like, wow, I really would like to speak with him and have him on the show. And then when he said that you started this business, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is so much bigger than we are, right? Just like you said, that, that calling, that calling to really put put it out there into the world and that God laid it on your heart that, Hey, this is, this is bigger than, than just what's right in front of us here. So I just admire for, um, for what, not only for what you do, but that your willingness to share, to share your story, because so many women just aren't, they're not there or maybe they're not there yet. You know? Yeah. I think, I think exactly what you said, they're not there yet. And I think there's not, this right time frame for you to be able to share about your child. But I think once you do, it kind of opens up this pathway and this journey for the Lord to really do something in you um, with a different type of healing that you would typically have as opposed to keeping it all in. And I think at, at least for my personal experience, losing Noah um, at full term, some of the things like on our prints that are special to me are things that even family never asked, you know, how much did he weigh? What did he look like? Mm -hmm. Um, those things, I feel like you kind of get robbed of. And if I hadn't have known what birth would have been like with our first son, having Noah would have been even more traumatizing. You know, I had some sort of idea of what to expect, just the, the process of labor and delivery, but, um, it's, it's definitely really tragic because you assume that you're going to have a healthy baby whenever you found out you're pregnant. You know, you don't ever believe that it could end in pregnancy loss or you think, well, we've made it past the first trimester. A lot of people think that the first trimester is the only time that things can actually happen when in reality, that's, it's just not accurate. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, even when they're out, I mean, for, for life, Absolutely. for life. Yes. Yeah. And we actually see that a lot too. So, um, I mean, we make memorial prints for, I don't like to use the term miscarriage because I feel, I feel like it doesn't accurately represent a baby. So we make prints for, you know, pregnancy loss, stillbirth, infant loss, and even child loss. And then I think, wow, you know, even after your baby is born, you just don't ever know, like the time is never promised. And so it kind of has really flipped my perspective on how I am a parent to my son, my living son, Roman, 
history and, you know, how to just take every day really with just appreciation. Yeah. A whole different outlook on being a parent. I would imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. And motherhood, you know, I, I see moms now and I know some of the questions that people ask me, not knowing our story with Noah, Mm. like how many children do you have? That question now Mm. takes on a whole new meaning. If I were to ask someone else, because I don't know their story and I don't know how much of it that they actually want to share with me. So when they tell me how many children they have, I don't know if they've had loss. I don't know, you know, there's so many other factors, but just kind of really makes you change your whole mindset. Mm. Something that I'd like to ask you, if I, if I may, Um, I was reading through your website and obviously the, the big topic, the discussion right now is, is around abortion. And, and I saw that you also will do memorials for women who have the regret after the fact that you have something like that, even for something as tragic as that, because who knows what the circumstances were around that, right? Whether it was like medically induced or someone's decision they regret later or whatever, the service that you offer is, is just beautiful to me. Thank you. Yeah. I, that was actually another print that I felt like the Lord just kind of laid on my heart. I haven't personally experienced, you know, having to make the choice of having an abortion, but I have friends that have. Um, and so when the Lord kind of said, you know, create this, create this, I'm like, why Lord, what, what purpose do you have for this? Like, where do you intend for it to go? And recently we have connected with a faith-based nonprofit called AJ's foundation. Hmm. And they're actually on the West coast, but they have a really good connection with um, uh, another organization that is also again, faith-based, but for parents that regret that decision. And it could be, honestly, they're seeing sometimes families come to them weeks after they've had an abortion, just looking for hope and healing. And so they take them through this beautiful program that just like instills hope back into them and kind of helps them remove the guilt and the shame. And I think with, um, you know, families that have made the choice to have an abortion, you still, you don't, I don't think you know it at the time, but you still have to go through the same grieving process as you were if you were a parent that didn't want to make that decision. You are still losing a child. And so whether you grieve that baby immediately after you have them, uh, have the abortion, or if you grieve that baby years later, the feelings are very similar. Mm. And, you know, some, some families that have abortions and later term, they don't realize that they have to still deliver a baby. You know, it's, that's a big, big deal. You know, you think you're just going to go in and you're going to get a, however they do it. I'm not really quite sure, but you still deliver this child. I mean, I, we, we make memorials for families that have pregnancy loss earlier than 20 weeks. And, you know, we print also babies of any gestational age. So I see little smallest of babies that fit in mom's hand. And I think, holy moly, you know, these are some of the 
babies that would still be aborted that you would still actually see and hold. Whoa. It's it's wild. <laughs> what is that like for you then when it comes to how your faith, I mean, obviously it's it's playing, it's it's played a big role in, in what you do, but has it changed and looked differently in your family? What does that look like, if I may ask? Yeah. So I think before Noah died, I was really close with the Lord, but after he died, the depth that I had with the Lord changed. Mm. Um, not immediately, because right after he passed away, I was like, Lord, I thought you were going to heal him. I thought you were going to perform a miracle. Mm. You know, I was really hopeful for my will and not his. <laughs> and mm. I was hopeful for earthly healing. I wasn't hopeful for, you know, eternity yet. I wasn't ready for that. Even though I know he has healed in eternity, it's just, it's hard to actually see and hold your child and give them to a nurse and then leave a hospital and never see them again. You know, like the limited interaction that you have and you're trying to create all these memories in a day or for our case, it was hours, you know, it just, I felt robbed and I felt like the Lord, he heard me, but he didn't, he didn't do anything and he could have. And so I think those weeks and probably months after Noah was born and died, I was just angry with the Lord. You know, I, Mm. I would talk with him and say, Lord, I've been a faithful servant to you. And you know, I try my best every day just to be a good mom, a good wife. You know, I try to be intentional, like listening to the Holy Spirit. And I just felt like, what, where did I go wrong, Lord? Was this something that I'd done in my past that I feel like you are reprimanding me for? And mm. it wasn't until, you know, my husband and I are just digging deep in the book of Job and just seeing that. Job essentially had this ordained suffering because he was a righteous man and all the things that he was handed that the Lord allowed to happen. Um, he didn't really deserve, but he went through and he stayed faithful. And I think it just kind of gave me confirmation to just stay faithful that, you know, Noah's life, even though it was short, it had a purpose. And then I kept just kind of waiting for God to reveal something to me. And I think not long after he did with this ministry. Yeah. That's incredibly powerful. Incredibly powerful that you can now recognize that absolutely there was bigger purpose, greater purpose. Yeah. I can't speak to your experience in any way. I'm not even going to try to pretend like I know what I'm talking about here. But in other, in other tragedies that I have experienced, I feel like through tragedy, a lot of beauty can come from that in, in a myriad of ways. And sometimes I find myself thinking like, it just sucks. It just sucks that we have to go through this piece of it, yeah. you know, yeah. and to still have, have the faith, to keep the faith, to keep going and say, okay, Lord, reveal this to me because what are we doing here? Yeah. I know I keep saying it, but I admire you just so much, so much for what you do. I hear people say that all the time and I don't want to take any credit for it because it really is all Jesus. I don't know how I got through 
I don't know how I got through this. I still, some days I'm just like, how am I even holding myself together? And it's all Jesus, Mm. you know, I mean that I don't know how you could really go through life without him, but I also don't know how you could go through something so tragic without having some sort of hope that's not in yourself, you know? So I appreciate you saying that it's so very kind, but he is the only foundation that has even kept me slightly sane through this whole process. What would you say to a family, a woman who is currently faced with, with having this knowledge now? I mean, maybe there's someone listening where they're, you know, they just found out or perhaps they haven't yet processed what happened. What would you say might be a good first step towards healing? Yeah. So I think if, if you're a parent that has just found out that your child either has a life-limiting diagnosis and won't survive outside of the womb, or your child has passed away um, and you have to give birth, we have a million resources we can point you to that are all over the country people that will walk with you through the rest of your pregnancy, people that will support you even after your pregnancy, they can be found on our website. We have tons of partners that are faith-based and that like ranges from so many different things that they offer in terms of resources from free birth photography, which it sounds crazy because you think, well, I don't want pictures of my dead baby, but you absolutely will. You will, because it'll be the only photos that you ever have. So, you know, those family photos are important. Like having your, your siblings meet each other, you know, your family, it's, it's the only time that you're able to do it. So even if you don't want to look at those photos after the, after the fact, that's okay. You'll just want to have them. Um, And a lot of our nonprofits that we partner with, they offer so many different resources and they're almost all free, um, hand and foot molds. I mean, I can go down the list in terms of if you've already had your baby and you're just looking for support and community. Um, we partner with, um, Bridget's cradles. They offer a really, really wonderful podcast that is all geared towards families that have lost children. Um, Able Speaks, we work with them also, and they're all around, you know, families that have decided to keep their pregnancy with a life-limiting diagnosis for their child. Um, Foreknown Ministries is wonderful. They offer tech support, retreats. They offer um, support, especially for dads. I know that's really something that gets missed in this community. Hope Mommies is great. Another faith-based nonprofit in Texas. They have retreats all the time, small groups um, that you can be a part of via Zoom, um, hope boxes that you can send if you personally have an experience loss, but you have a friend that's going through it. You can send them a free box that has all this information and just beautiful ways to honor their children. Um, There's so many resources. So I would say don't feel like you have to do this alone because there's so many people that can pour hope into you. Mm. 
Wow. Excellent resources. Thank you for sharing that. I was going to ask you that very question of what other resources might someone turn to, to help support a friend? And is there a way to do it anonymously as well? Like hope boxes. I'd never heard about that before. That's, that's really beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Hope mommies. And there's actually many different organizations that do stuff like this. Also, um, another one that we partner with is called Eve's victory Mm -hmm. and they all create, essentially it's a very similar, uh, box, but they may have like a candle in there. They may have a blanket, a book, a devotional things engraved with your baby's name on it. It's just so, so beautiful. I mean, all the boxes are slightly different depending on if you've had, um, a pregnancy loss or stillbirth or what type of loss you've had. And they also have things, you know, for dads, for moms, for siblings, because you don't really think about it, but depending on the age of the sibling, they are also grieving the baby that is no longer coming home and they have questions. And so it's, it's really nice. And you can send them anonymously if you want. And I think people can also sponsor boxes too. So if you've lost a child and you're like, gosh, I really want to give back in honor of my baby, but I don't know how you can go and just, um, sponsor hope boxes for other moms across the country that you may not even know. Nice. Oh, that's so beautiful. Wow. Wow. Yeah. They do a great job. These are things that I would never even know about. So I'm just so honored that you were sharing all of this with the listeners because again, it's just, I don't feel like it's talked about enough. I really don't. Yeah. With loss comes so much stress and pressure and can add such an intense dynamic with couples, with families. So do you have a piece of advice that you feel comfortable sharing when it comes to just continuing to lead a healthy marriage through loss? Yeah, absolutely. Let's first of all say that marriage is difficult anyways, without adding the complexity of layers on it, because once you have children and then, you know, all the things, then you add tragedy on top of it and death on top of it. Like, oh gosh, like, how are we going to stay together? How does this work? But I think grief is kind of like an onion where it just adds these super complex layers to it. So Brian would grieve. I wouldn't say at different times, but some, some things would be more triggering to him than they were to me, or he would have an off day and I'd actually be having a good day. So I think the communication, even aside from grief is like the number one thing. And then also just him seeking the Lord separately than I was seeking the Lord for clarification and wisdom and just discernment and just for healing in his own heart. And for me doing the same thing and then us doing it together right after Noah passed away, we, not that we took a step back, but we just kind of sat in our grief and I'm like, gosh, this can get so dark so quick, Mm. you know, with not having the hope of Christ. And I said, we have got to get back into doing something. So we just started this lost devotional and coincidentally, someone sent us two of them, uh, two different people. And I'm like, okay, well, the Lord must want you to do it and then I'll do it and then we'll do it together. (laughs) And so we just kind of chugged along at that. 
But I think it's really imperative that you just listen to the Holy Spirit and you just don't give up on each other. I mean, it's it's hard because you both have never experienced a loss like that before. And I think we put a lot of pressure on our dads and men in general because they are expected to be this the godly leader of our household and the provider. And so you have a lot of people pouring into mom because physically she is the one who has given birth, but spiritually dad needs a lot too. And emotionally dad needs a lot and mentally dad is struggling. And so he kind of gets pushed to the side because mom it maybe she's so overcome in her grief that she needs a lot more attention, you know, because we're meant to be the nurturers and that type of woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think dads, dads need a lot. And it's scary because I think they, I don't know the statistics on it in front of me, but I know that the increase in divorce when you go through something like this just skyrockets you know, and that's the last thing you want to think about is we just lost our child. Am I going to lose my marriage too? Mm. You know, it's just, it's a, it's a frightening feeling, but I don't think that, I don't think that's what God wills out of something so tragic, Mm. you know, another tragedy, another covenant, like broken. I don't think, I don't think that at all. It's just amazing that you were given the same devotional to go through, right? Together, separately, and then come together. How awesome mm-hmm. is that? It's like God providing. Like, all right, let's do something I here. Yeah, I know. It was really lovely. It's called, um, that devotional is called Grieving the Child I Never Knew. Mm. <laughs> I know, isn't that? And when I first got uh, the first copy, I was like, goodness, I cannot read this yet. It was so soon after. And then we received another one. I'm like, Lord, what is going on? Like, are we supposed to be reading this right now? I guess so. Um, <laughs> I guess so. so hard. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, for those listening that want to connect and check out her website, you can go to motherofwild.com. That's W-I-L-D-E. And you're also on social media on Instagram. So again, Instagram slash motherofwild. And that's Noah's middle name, right? Is that how you came up with the business? Yes. Um, Yeah, that is. Uh, Yeah, it took on a whole new meaning after he passed away because now it kind of reminds me of just being in the wilderness. Yeah, yeah. So and and seeking that continued peace, peace of heart, absolutely, peace of mind. Yes. Well, and you also just so generously have offered just an incredible gift to the listeners as well. Can you tell them a little bit more about that? Yeah. So we wanted to offer your listeners 20% off of any of our memorial prints. Mm -hmm. And like I had said earlier in the podcast, we have prints for pregnancy loss, stillbirth, infant loss, and also child loss. Um, Not that we highlight it too often, but we do have abortion regret and also suicide prints as well for, you know, families that have lost children at an adolescent age or older. That 
I would say our, our niche is really still pregnancy and infant loss because that's kind of how our whole ministry started. But yeah, we would love to offer that to your listeners. And I know a lot of families with early pregnancy loss, they don't have a photo they'd like to use. And so I just want them to know they still don't go unnoticed. Their babies don't go unnoticed. And we have probably close to 30 different floral backgrounds that they can choose from for a memorial. And um, we can use babies, you know, due date, birth flower. So um, yeah, we'd love to offer that. That's beautiful. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask what happens if the family decided to not take photos, then what do we do? And you have a solution. So that's great. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we can, we can actually offer anything that's special to you. Like if you have a maternity photo, an ultrasound photo, um, a lot of the families that have experienced early child loss, they use their baby's birth flower, what would have been their baby's birth flower. And so that's special to them. We want to do whatever helps you honor your child and what helps you remember your baby. So, well, thank you. Thank you for taking this time and for sharing Noah's story and your story. And again, it's just, it's an honor to have you on the show. So thanks for being here. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Any chance I get to talk about Jesus and talk about Noah is a real blessing. Heck yeah. (laughs) All right. That's it for this week. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.